Hi and welcome to The Courageous Mama. I hope you're having a great week. We are. We've got three foster children this week and Con's popped over to Vietnam to bike around the islands with Tom, who's our 22-year-old. Or is he 23 now? Oh, you do lose track. In England, it's half term next week. Have you got some plans if you're living here? We're going to go camping in Sussex with the extra three and some of my own and my mum and my sister. I hope you've got something planned and that this weather holds because it's certainly cheering me up. I like seeing the paddling pool in the garden. Today we're delving into the fascinating world of the Enneagram Type 4, also known as the Individualist. These are people who have a unique and deep connection to their emotions. And they have a desire to be seen as unconventional and special in the world. So let's explore the characteristics of the type four and discover how we can parent them to bring out their very best qualities. The individualist is sometimes called the romantic, the dreamer, the emotional explorer. They can be arty and melancholic, sensitive and expressive. But let's remember, it's hard to be unique and neatly fall under a title. In fact, one of the things that a type four will tell you is that that they in fact struggle to belong. So belonging in a title might not suit them either. However, although we're not going to box them, there are characteristics that they will recognise and you might recognise in them. They're comfortable with being introspective and in touch with their emotions. They can sit in the discomfort of pain, loss or grief, as opposed to other characters who might prefer to drown it out with action, achievement or music. The Enneagram Type 4 is authentic, expressive, they're genuine, they can be dramatic, they can be very sensitive, sensitive to criticism. They have this need to be understood. They're self-conscious, they're creative and they can be eccentric in their need to be unique. Here are some famous type fours and that'll help you get the picture. Vincent van Gogh, or van Gogh as some call him, Johnny Depp, Alanis Morissette, Lady Gaga, Lana Del Rey, Tim Burton, the movie director, Virginia Woolf, and Frida Kahlo. So they're creative, arty people and their strengths are in their ability to be feelers, to be authentic, to be artistic and their deep, deep desire, drive, motivation is to be unusual. They like to be mysterious and unique but if this becomes unhealthy they can sit too long in their melancholy and take on the role of a victim. That's their tipping point. They can lose sight of themselves and they can create this persona to be true to their kind of aura of being unique. And then paradoxically, they become slightly inauthentic. And that insecurity comes from this feeling that something important is missing from their makeup. And they picked that up somewhere along the line. As odd as it sounds, it makes perfect sense to a four and to those who know them well. They might have received a message from their early environment that they were somehow different, flawed, maybe just not like others. 
And that's not necessarily poor parenting by you. I mean, of course, it's going to be in some cases, but let's pick the normal here. It's just something that they've picked up inadvertently, indirectly, through someone, through a teacher, through a parent, through criticism or a perception of rejection or maybe an emotional need that wasn't met. Incidences along the way that were never intended to harm have been interpreted. This isn't about parenting necessarily, it's about interpretation. You can be doing the same thing to two children. One picks up this message, the other picks up that message. And the four has picked up that they're a little bit unusual. They've picked up somewhere along the line that something is missing. They're not quite sure what, but they know that they feel a little bit deficient and ashamed about it. And it causes them to feel ill at ease or uncertain about themselves. And they find themselves not comparing well to others. Now, there are healthy fours, there are unhealthy fours. And a healthy four will do well. An unhealthy four might get a little stuck in that place. In fact, the soundtrack for their lives for a four could be Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Everybody Hurts. No, I can't sing it. But it doesn't mean they're depressed. Many might be in that space, but for a four, it's the feathers to their nest. It's comfy, it's fitting, it's apt. Sad topics and suffering don't necessarily have a depressive effect on them. They just have this bigger appetite for the darker and more intense side of life. It's where they explore their meaning. They embody their feelings. They call it in tune. And the outworking of that can be pensive, dreamy. Perhaps they get lost in their own world. Does that sound like your child? Sound like you? Sound like anyone you know? And some might find it a little intense to be around them. I remember being in quite close quarters to a four for a season. It wasn't my primary relationship. It was just someone I was close to. And I found myself always wanting to buoy them up. Life seemed as though it was a bit dramatic around them, like a sort of sad poem that goes on for a bit too long. But be patient with them, because if you tap into their superpowers, you will find a great friend, a hard worker. They're generous to a fault. They're ridiculously creative. They'll think outside the box. And when you're in pain, they'll sit with you. And they'll accept your weirdness and your idiosyncrasies and all that those bits of you that you think aren't quite right and don't quite add up will be made normal when you're in the presence of a four. You can be emotionally safe with a healthy type four. Just cutting into our podcast this week to say I've been thoroughly enjoying my 15-minute chats with some of you, my listeners. It's a little perk of buying the book Parenting for Life. Connected parenting, boundaries without the drama. If that appeals to you, you can buy the book at a discounted price through my website. You can jump onto a 15-minute chat about your family and something that you'd like to change for the better in family life. Or you can book yourself some sessions that will change the trajectory of family life and leave your children with a legacy of peaceful, connected parenting. Now back to the podcast. But as well as being pensive, they can be fun to be around. They can be expressive, a little bit mad, a little bit wild at heart. Not necessarily openly rebellious, but perhaps more non-conformist, I would say. And they have this 
deep appreciation for beauty. It catches their eye. It gets their attention. They see it in everything, all its forms. They have this heightened aesthetic sense and they find beauty everywhere. They appreciate shapes and colours and depths and the way the light hits things. They appreciate things that others might pass by without even noticing. And they're not afraid of personal growth. So this introspection they have, this self-reflection, is all part of their self-discovery and their development. So if you're noting some traits and think that you might be or you might have a type 4 among your children or in your life, they probably won't match all the descriptions. But if a high percentage correlates to the person that you've got in mind, they could well be a type 4. And we need this type of person. We need them to inspire, to push the norms, to be present and unafraid at times, to create something from nothing, to be loving, to be lovable. If I had a child with those wonderful strengths and insecurities, I'd want to help them to know that they are special, but they don't need to strive to be so. So let's take a deeper dive into parenting the Enneagram Type 4. Number one, encourage their diversity and their self-expression through appreciation, of course, but also allowing them to go a little bit off-piste. They love to create their own artistry rather than following patterns. I remember I was making a simple top for a doll with a Type 4 once and she snipped off the sleeves and made them into leg warmers. Roll with it. Unique ideas are their superpower and it's what feeds them, it's what gives them energy and soothes those big emotions. Number two, validate those emotions. Type fours have a deep emotional life and it's important to acknowledge and validate those feelings, even if you don't share them. Create a safe and non-judgmental space for them to express themselves openly and honestly. But then when you've listened, when you've really paid attention, when you've gone there without judgment, help them not to get stuck there. The past is fine to explore as long as you don't get lost there. They need to find their way back to the present and not let the past define them. And also help them to make space for other people to have big emotions too, or they can get a little bit self-absorbed. Help them to hone their listening skills and let others have the drama sometimes. Number three, foster that sense of individuality. Encourage their sense of self-discovery and allow them to explore their interests and their passions freely. Let them have a bit of free reign in their bedroom. Maybe give them a cupboard door to daub with paint or <laughs> some section of the room that might not fit with the ideal home interior magazine but feels very much them. Maybe a chest of drawers that they take into the garden and do something wild and creative with them. It's this uniqueness that is valuable and it helps them to know that it's okay to be different from others. But also give them the flip side of that and let them know that Normality is okay too. The whole world doesn't need to be on a platform. The mundane plays its part. Number four, teach them self-compassion and self-acceptance. Type fours can be highly self-critical and prone to feelings of inadequacy. So help them to cultivate that self-compassion, to be their own best friends. 
emphasise the importance of accepting themselves, flaws and all, and help them to focus on what is present, what is good enough, and not always look for that missing bit. Help them not to compare themselves with others. Envy and comparison are the thieves of joy. Take their minds off idealism and teach them that not everything is right. Some things are just good. And number five, support that need for introspection and solitude. Type fours need to take themselves off. They need alone time. They need to recharge and reflect. Respect that need for solitude and don't be kind of drawing them out the whole time. They've got to recharge. So provide those opportunities for them to engage with that introspective side and let them self-reflect without judgment. given you a good overview of the type four. Don't forget, think about yourself when you're considering the different Enneagram types. Think about your children and think about your partner and your friends because everybody needs a little gentleness, don't they? And the more we're understood, the more we feel appreciated. Have a great half term and I'll see you next time. <laughs>